What's up, everybody? What's up, man? Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's always a pleasure when you're talking about the Cowboys. We know that this thing is going one way or another. You guys know how the party is. I always like to start the party off with everybody in the mix, in this thing, getting things going in the right direction. You guys know that it's Friday. Friday the 13th. Get your popcorn ready, right? <laughs> guys, be safe out there. Um, don't do nothing I will do, you know. Uh, and just wait because we got two more weeks on the head. We got two more weeks to go. And then we can really get into more film, more things to look at all together collectively. But we just got to wait that time. And sometimes that time can feel like forever in a day. Shout out to uh, Almighty Bones for being the first person in the mix. And also Young Wilson. Although you put first in the box, you're second. And then also uh, Chips. What's going on, man? you third place. So it is what it is. Let's get this thing going. So we already know, without a shadow of a doubt, that uh, <clears throat> DeMarco Murray, as you see down in the wonderful, and I'm talking about the beautiful highlight that he ran this, uh, I think it was 91 yards. He was able to run it to the house and take it on in. Shout out to DeMarco Murray. Football is not meant to play forever. So that's why you always got to chip in with the money. We all saw that when DeMarco Murray left, it was all a money grab. Now, could he stay? Could he stay? Made this chatter from here as far as advertisement, as far as money that you can get, as far as endorsement deals and other things. I think that he probably came out on a little bit on top because think about this. He had a better offensive line. He had continuity with Tony Romo. And then Romo probably would not got hurt, you know, because, you know, DeMarco Murray was one hell of a blocker. My only problem with DeMarco Murray, shout out to DeMarco. Shout out to you, though. My only problem with DeMarco Murray is that he liked to dribble the ball. He fumbled a lot. And I don't know if it's an OU thing because uh, Adrian P P P Peterson all day, he liked to fumble too as well. But looking back at his career, looking back what he did out there to the game, hey, 2014, although it seemed like it was forever in the day, shout out to you, man. It was one hell of a ride, man. It was a wonderful time. Uh, how about, this is uh, from Jimmy07018. He says, what's up, Law? Shout out to you too as well. Uh, let me see if I got anybody that's in my uh, Facebook group. Uh, Jamal Anderson, shout out to you. Man, you ain't the Jamal Anderson that used to do the little, you know, the little dance move there. <laughs> Dirty Bird, what's up? Jamal Anderson, he said, what's up, Law? We live like 95. Yes, we live in the mix. You know I say live like 95 because once, you know, in 1995, we was live. We was playing everything. Of course, we had Barry Switzer as the uh, coach, but we still won it all. We won the big dance. So that's why I say live like 95 all the time because it's on my mind. And then also they had NBA Live. You, you remember that game? Everybody remember that game a little bit, right? So that's why I always say live like 95. Those were the good years. Uh, shout out to Marcelo B. Murray washed up. I think Murray have at least two more years in him. Behind this offensive line, he would definitely have two more years in him. And I think that he will be a good spell back, a good back that you can put into the system. But neither here nor there. You got Bo Scott, you got a Rod Smith, who pretty much uh, runs similar to, to a, a DeMarco Murray. I think that that's what we have now. So even uh, if you look at it from that aspect of it, but Friday the 13th, you know, I, I hope you guys go out there and watch the movies out there, the scary movies, the freaky Friday movies, because they're, they're, they're going to be out too as well. And then on top of that, this weekend, 
We're going to have a lot of NFL players in this city, in Dallas-Fort Worth area. They're going to have the conventional, the National Football Convention of, of the Fantasy Football, the, 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 the deal that Tony Romo was running and operating. So if you're in this area, I think they're going to have it in Fort Worth area. I'm going to try to find the link. I'm going to post it on the video down below once everything is, has been said and done. So hopefully we can get some interviews and things like that going, some some. Some photo bombs, you know how they go, and uh, get some uh, get some hard handshakes. That's why I like to stay in Dallas because now you can be with the movers and the shakers out here. Um, this is from Young Wilson. Uh, he says that uh, Jimmy Jimmy's team won the Super Bowl. Johnson's team. Uh, let me see. With Jimmy, wait a minute. Jimmy's team has won that Super Bowl. Johnson player. I don't know, Barry Switzer, I don't know. what. I feel you, young Wilson. I feel you, bro, I feel you. Um, he can't throw receivers open. Okay, we're going back on Dak Prescott uh, talk, right? Throwing the wide receivers open. This is from, who's saying that? Uh, this is from Top 5 Debaters. Top 5, huh? I love Top 5 Debaters. But uh, this is the thing. Uh, I know a lot of people have their reservations on Dak Prescott, and I'm always going to say this to the to my grave: give the guy a chance for once, right? This is going into his third year, and last year, yes, he had a boo boo year. You can say that, but even in his boo boo year, uh, nine and seven, uh, quarterback rating over eighty percent. I'll take that, you know, just a few games, the ball bouncing off the body of a T-wheel, the ball fumbling off of a Switzer, uh, Ryan Switz, whatever his name is, ball bouncing off of his body. And then on top of that, you know, not making second-half adjustment. The team as a whole completely, and then injuries. You sprinkle, you sprinkle in the injuries. You sprinkle in exactly what um, uh, my guy uh, Ezekiel Elliott was going through on the field, off the field, court, you know, sessions and things like that. And, and last night we raised a question. We raised a big question. Let me pull up this thing right here. Shout out to y'all, man. I was a one-man crew today, man. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can hide uh, this right here. Let me hide this right here. Okay. Yeah, now you guys can see y'all wonderful typing of the Texas in the middle. All right, so this is the thing. We talked last night about do you really trust Ezekiel Elliott? We're talking about contracts. And, and as we can, this this kind of ties into what DeMarco Murray, although he retired, it kind of ties into it. Do you give Ezekiel Elliott his second contract, his third contract, and beyond? And and when I was talking about the, uh, the what, what would Bill Belichick do in this fashion. And we were talking about those things, right? So with that being said, I was saying that Ezekiel Elliott's second contract holds weight upon what will Le'Veon Bell does. Whatever Le'Veon Bell does, whatever Le'Veon Bell signs, then that's what the Cowboys is going to go by. Uh, he got five years. So basically with the rookie contract, hopefully this year he can just blow up and show off, show off everything that we need to see as far as trust factor. But give me the thumbs up right now if you guys want to. If you trust Ezekiel Elliott, give me a thumbs up or give me a simple yes. If you don't trust Ezekiel Elliott, give me a no. And we're going to go off what the people feeling. Right now, um, to me personally, I'm going to let you guys go on with it. 
Green Box event, man. What's going on? He said, what's good? What's good, Law? What's up to you too as well? Give me the thumbs up. Let me know how you guys feel about Ezekiel Elliott. Is it yes? Do you trust him? This is from Game Changer. He says yes. You know, when you say stuff on Law Nation, you can't hide because now it's going to be forever on the platforms of the universes. I'm on Twitch. I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm going live right now on Periscope. Shout out, shout out to those that's on Periscope. I'm right now on Facebook, Phantom. Uh, we live on Big Game James page, Silver and Blue Nation, EBSN, and Dallas Prospect. Every legend was once a prospect. I get in a lot of thumbs up. Oh, yeah, no Dag Ninja. See, we're getting everybody's name out there on wax right now. Uh, Chop, he's saying yes. Tony Purge, a pug, he's saying yes. And who else we have? Uh, top five debaters. Zeke, I trust. Everybody's saying that they trust Ezekiel Elliott. Of course. I do too as well. Law Nation, the silver and blue is pouring out my veins right now. Telling everybody in the world. I'm trying to climb up to the highest mountain and say and stream out. I trust Ezekiel Elliott. You know, I always say uh, the path of the righteous man is beset. You know what I'm saying? You know, you guys already know how I say that, you know, you know, with the uh, the quote, you know, the path of the righteous man is beset upon us. You know what I mean? So with neither here nor there, everybody's saying yes, 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 yes. OK, this is the thing. This is the this is the the little boxing move, the pack, the Pac-Man punch. You know, this is the thing that can knock us out. Although we trust Ezekiel Elliott. Although we know that he was innocent, although we as Cowboys nations feel that, you know, um, even with the quote that I was going to say, the path of the righteous man is beset beyond us. You know what I'm saying? With the uh, Ezekiel 25 and 17 from the from the movie. But even though if we say that, right, we can trust him to the high heavens. We know that what he brings in is truth. Right. But can we trust Roger Goodell? That's the thing. Can you guys trust Roger Goodell because Ezekiel Elliott do a jaywalking and then Roger Goodell going to bring him into the office and say, okay, we got to suspend this guy for jaywalking. That is where we at right now. Although we as Cowboy Nation can trust Ezekiel Elliott, not saying that you make your decision based on a commissioner, but we do know that when the Cowboys play and they come up on, out there on that field, there's always a Roger Goodell. We do it. We do small things and it echoes throughout the universe as a bad or a horrible, despicable thing. Just like this night, Friday the 13th, everybody's kind of sitting back looking. OK, what next is going to happen with Roger Goodell when he's going to reinstate Randy Gregory? It's been a long time coming. The guy have yet to yet to pat at the flunk of drug tests, I think, in a year and a half going on so far right now. Um, it is what it is. Calvin Williamson it says, hell no, I don't trust. You know, uh, we need to trust that that line. That's what he's saying. Uh, Mike, or is it Mayorch? Mayorch saying we need to trust the line. Yeah, I, I will trust in that line. So we trust the line. We trust what Connor Williams is going to do. Hopefully what he can do. We hoping that he can step things up and rise to the occasion. Hopefully he's in between two pillars out there of a great, great man. Those who own the fort, you know what I mean? You know what uh, uh, this guy, Travis Frederick, does out there when we know exactly what big number 77 is doing out there. Health is his only issue. And if he can be healthy, then we are in a good position. Um, who else we have out here? I love asking these Q&As, man. Um, this is young Wilson. He says law after a few big contracts goes off the books next year, we should be fine. 
Cap would be okay. Roger is on this seat, on the hot seat, with all of the insecurities or in in, in assurances in, in in suspensions, basically. Um, Roger Goodell, man. Um, I miss the good old days when football was just football and not a political show. And anybody can agree with me on this aspect of it. We want those good old days when Paul Tagliabue was out there. Even with Roger Goodell, um, he still had to reach out to Paul Tagliabue for insight and information and, and advice too as well. Hopefully, and I'm saying this with the deep down in the bottom of my heart, with this new CBA collective bargain agreement coming around, I think it's 2020. That's two more years, a year and a half from now, they're going, they're going to start to do this negotiation. They should not make this thing 10 years. They should make this negotiation every five years. That will make everybody honest, okay? So when they make this new collective bargain agreement, I want this NFL to say, okay, now we won't guarantee money like the NBA. We won't guarantee money like the uh, the baseball leagues and things like that. And that's for one. And then on top of that, we want to take this drug policy out the window. Not saying this so that it can benefit my Cowboys for the guys like the Randy Gregory's of the world and whoever beyond who smoked a little, a little grass here and there. I want them guys to have a collective reasoning agreement. Somebody who has the heart and soul and cojones to get out there and say, okay, this is what we demand. And this is the product. You guys are getting $14.5 billion. There's some way, somehow, that this money can be spreaded throughout all these players and we can get a little bit more of a guaranteed dollars. Now, this is what I also want collectively. I'm tired of this uh, salary cap being so tight, tight squeezed in a sense. I really want them to have a different type of, you know, a different type of way of having the franchise tag. Maybe you can have a way where one player on your team don't count against the cap. Maybe you can have a way, something just different. You know, I'm tired of seeing teams that can't really go out and get the guys that they want because of this funky thing called salary cap. And the team that just so happens to just lose all the time, get all these players, and then don't do nothing with it. Look at the Browns for all these years. Yes, we finally see something from the Jaguars, but it's time out. I want to see a little bit more of a, you know, they, they say the football world is supposed to be, um, uh, what's this word I want to use? Hmm everyone can win so the football game is supposed to be a game a sport where everyone have a chance to win um and 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 lately you see the same teams coming out of the nfc i mean not nfc af the afc that either it's going to be the patriots the the the, uh the steelers or uh it was at the time uh, Peyton Manning and then you can sprinkle in the Ravens that's all who came out of AFC and then you can throw in the Seattle Seahawks so there need to be some more of a way where we can get a mixture uh, a better way a better suit of, of, of collective bargaining and all this stuff and I think it can be quite possible guys I really do no absolute power to the commissioner yes 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 Calvin Hey, if I had a board of a committee, I'll put you on one of the round tables right now. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So we need to figure out a way to, to lessen the power of Roger Goodell. Still give him his little ego, but lessen that power just a little bit. Um, 70 million in cap space next year will be looking good. This is from KRS Henderson. Uh, yes, 70 million. We do have that. I did raise the question earlier today on my uh, several of my social media platforms about 
do you and, and shout out to Ryan Drab. I think that's he he the one gave me the information as so as well as my guy Jay Reese. Uh they gave me some information about do you really go out and pay Demarcus Lawrence, right? Or do you go out and spend all of the tons of money for Earl Thomas? And I will say, you know, we have the money and the resources now to get both guys, basically, you know, switching over to subjects about this. I think that we do have money to get both guys, but still, I'm still with the reservations of D-Law and not saying that you go out and reach into your pocket and pay the world for D-Law. I do not, technically, I do not want a five-year deal with D-Law. I still want to be able to have that type of mindset because of the collective bargain agreement and, and the reasoning with the... Uh, the salary cap and things like that. I don't want to get held to a, a a corner or paint myself in a corner with one player. We see that, you know, uh, we've spent all our money on, let's say, for instance, uh, we throw in a Tyron Crawford uh, uh, deal. We throw in other deals like the uh, branded used car. You know, we throw in those type of deals and those deals never come out to us. I did a, a quick talk about this the other day. Name me one player outside of the, I guess, offensive line that we pay big money and they stayed on the team and stayed healthy. There's nobody we can go back in the last five to ten years almost. We pay Romo the next, the very next year. The boy snapped up his pinky and I'm sitting here like, okay, what's going to happen now? And we went out and paid. Um, remember that big contract that we gave Miles Austin? His hamstrings that ate up, you know. He couldn't couldn't move, and it, it just happened. Uh, when we paid D. Ware, his back gave out. So is, there's something about when we pay our players or when we go out and make these big drastic moves, all of a sudden they can't play anymore. I don't know if it's a black cat or Jerry Jones going around busting mirrors, or, or it could be the Sky Mirror itself that's out there at the Texas Stadium. It could be so many things, or Arlington Stadium. But there's so many things that I just don't know. Um, D. Will, he said Zeke is the O.J. Simpson. Come on, bro. I don't know. O.J. Simpson far as getting 2,000 yards. Yes, I, I can live with that. I can roll with that. Uh, David Irving contract year, eight sacks. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. David Irving, eight sacks. I don't know. Um, I call it bad luck, bro. This is for my guy, Tony. Mm, it, it's it's something it's something along that ballpark of bad luck. <laughs> I must say, uh, there was a report saying that Chris Richard allows Cowboys to be patient with Earl Thomas from the inside. The star. This is from John Williams six hours ago. Allowed to be patient with Earl Thomas. Shout out to Earl Thomas. He's going around. He's liking the Dallas Cowboys fan pages. He's going around commenting back with the. Uh, with the Dallas Cowboys talk tracks and stuff like that, through via, whether it's via Twitter, whether it's via uh, Instagram. Shout out to Earl Thomas doing that. So everybody in the chat box, retweet Earl Thomas' this video and tell him, this guy named Law Nations, he wants you on this particular podcast or he wants you on this team. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, bring that thunder down here, man. We need it. And also, when we get him, we're we not going to denigrate or sully Jeff Heath or throw Xavier Woods to the side. If anything, it's a blessing in disguise because now we, we need secondary help. We need that. Deep down in our heart, we need that secondary help or safety help. And then on top of that, you, you can pour upon the blessings and the knowledge. There's something about that. Passing on and referring that knowledge from, from this day to this day. And pouring it upon the, the players out there and letting them know this is how the system should be ran. 
that speak volume guys uh this is from d will d will you master in this chat box man uh he says rico gathers big like a uh, big like rod rob gronkowski uh he is uh he is a big guy zeke is another tony dorsett this is from d will again uh michael say he said i haven't heard much noise about gallup what's up you haven't heard much noise about gallup man the guy plucks the ball out of his air a 50 50 guy when I'm talking about catch radius, it's just crazy. He won't have one of those large windows. And then if you look at Michael Gallup when he was in college, the game that I want you to look at is look at the Alabama game. We do know that they had a porous running attack. They had a porous quarterback throwing him the ball. And he was still able to get 70-some-odd yards, and he was able to catch a touchdown against one of the top defensive backs that's in the, well, that's in the um, collegiate level. He's going to come out next year, and he's going to be real, a real dog nasty uh, cornerback. So he was able to high point the ball, bring the ball in, get the two feet down. And the thing that I like about Gallup, my pet cat, is his control. He got great body control once he catches the ball, great bend, great agility to create that, that short area quickness. He have those type of skill sets and those traits. My the only thing is I'm only holding myself back because I really want to see this against. I saw it against Alabama a little bit, right? And I saw the concentration. I saw where he fought for the ball. He's aggressive when the ball is in the air. And then he says that he tries to always catch the ball with his hands. And there's nothing wrong with catching the ball with your body at times. It's dependent on where you're at in the field or on the field when you catch the ball with your, with your body. But this guy, he, he tends to have those strong hands, clamp down on the ball and come down with it. So I like his skill set. I just can't really, I can't really wait to see this guy out there on the field, man. Uh, this is from the boss zero zero zero. Why you got all those zeros on the end of your name? That's cool though. I like that triple zero. That's what I'm gonna call you, the boss triple zero. Only reason why Dallas won't put Rico on the roster this year because they don't want him outshining Witten, even though his, even though he is retired right now. So he got a conspiracy theory going on. This is from D Boss triple zero. He's saying the only reason why. The only reason why they refused to put Rico Gathers on the field last year is because Jason Witten. To me, that's a reach. I don't think that that was the case nor the scenario. I think that they tried to hide Rico Gathers last year because they knew for sure that he didn't know everything out there. Remember, I say this all the time. I say this to my grave. The tight end position is are one of the hardest positions to learn in the National Football League. To me, it's like ranked third. You can one can argue four for what have you, but the third hardest position. The tight end got so many responsibilities out there. Whether you're in line blocking, whether you're coming back to block, shade blocking, in line route running, when to cut off your route. They are the extension of the offensive line. They do all the things you can think of, whether it's on the right side of the field or left. They can line out into the slot too as well. The tight end got a lot of things to do. And if you put a green guy out there that's green, that, that you know for sure that can only catch passes and block mediocre, they're going to say, okay, pass, get in that pass defense. Because when they see that big number 80 out there, they already know the guy finna pass the ball. So he's not on a level where they know what they're going to do and they put him out there regardless and he's still able to play. It, it, there's a lot of things. This is from Standard Only, one of the coldest names. It's a basic name, but one of the coldest names on YouTube. He's saying this right here. Um, I hope the, the thing that ran away from me. Alan Hearns will be the wide receiver that plays the X split in position. 
When you're talking about an X, you're lining the X uh, out to the farther out corner. Most of the time when you're playing X, hey, I'm going to need to do a film session on positioning. Again, the X position plays pretty much by themselves. Now, we didn't see a lot of this with, um, with Alan Hearns when he played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He played inside. He, he's a guy that's going to give you that inside short area quickness too as well. And he's one of those guys, the intermediate route runner. He's not going to take the top off of nobody's defense. He's not going to do that. So he's not that guy. And, and if you really want to do the back and forwardness with the uh, Dez Bryant's of the world and Alan Hearn, I really think that Dez Bryant, as far as the deeper, deeper routes, is pretty much a little bit better than Alan Hearns. But everything underneath Alan Hearns is a whole lot better whole lot better and i would debate anybody about that alan hearns can catch those small balls intermediate routes and he's just got it he's going to be a mismatch when you put him into the inside i've seen some tapes having him at six two and a half six foot three that's an automatic mismatch you put a linebacker on that guy you playing he's playing with skates and this is what the opposition is going to try to do i love talking football with you guys on a on a freaky friday boy Ooh, friday the 13th let's talk some football boy i love talking football this is what they're going to do right now you guys know when i get rid of i gotta take my tie off man this is what they're going to do right now when you're talking about the opposition they're going to have to figure out, do they come in with an extra linebacker to stop Ezekiel Elliott, or they're going to have to come in with an extra safety or DB. Now, the moment they take that linebacker off the field, we eating. We eating. Zeke is going to – guys, they're going to have to do that because now you're going to have to have a guy that's going to be able to cover Beasley out there in space into the inside, and then you got to have the guy that's going to have to be quick enough to also travel and follow uh, Tavon Austin out there. We talk about how basic and how bland this offense is, but when you're talking about the, the, the skill set that's going to determine the personnel that your defense is going to have to put out there on the field, my goodness, because think about this. We got an interchangeable, nuanced route runners too. Michael Gallup's interchangeable. Flex him inside, outside, inside, outside guy. Alan Hearns, inside, outside guy. Both, both of these guys predominantly inside, but then you got a Cole Beasley. These inside, outside guys, what you got to do with that? You cannot put a linebacker on Cole Beasley. You will be begging yourself to get burned. And then on top of that, you can't do the same thing with Alan Hearns or Michael Gallup. When you line up to the inside, you want to try to put your linebacker on them guys, good luck. And then if you better not have that box traditional box safety, just trying to cover those guys because they're going to get lost in space. So the best thing they're going to try to do when they, when they see that packaging personnel out there, they're going to play their safeties deep. And then that's when we can audible, do a reverse sweep. That's going to create separation. And then also when I'm talking about Ezekiel Elliott, that can eat and he can line up to the outside originally when they go to 10 personnel. Come on, man. It's going to look nice. Shout out to my Facebook people, man. Let me go reach out to those people that's in there. Christopher Sanchez, shout out to you, man. Carrie Tingle. Yes, Tracy Price, shout out to you too as well. That's in the chat box. I really appreciate you. That's that's on the Facebook sides of the world. Michael Green, he laughing. Laughing at something. I don't know, but shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in too as well. Hey, pretty much so, guys. That's that's pretty much most of the talk that I was going to talk about today. Um, we look for some film sessions later on tonight. We're going to talk some good stuff. 
Um, let me see who else we got on the major side of the YouTube world. Thank you guys for tuning in to the nation. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe to the channel, hit up Phantom 2 as well, hit up uh, Big Game James, Silver and Blue Nation all day, hit them up twice, even twice on Sundays, hit these guys up, the Dallas Prospect, every legend was once a legend. If you guys want these uh, articles, um, if you want content, great, clean content, not just, not just football, basketball too as well. We got that all on the DallasProspect.com. You got me. You got guys like Okoye. We got some passionate people out here talking about football, breaking it down, and beyond. We got this stuff right now, every day, new content, good stuff that you can read upon. Hey, and shout out to these other channels too, Cowboys, Wire, Blogging the Boys, Mark Holmes, Footster King. We got a lot of stuff as Cowboys Nation, so just go out, subscribe to these people pages. If I left your name out or if I admitted you, charge it to my head, not my heart. Ezekiel Elliott is hungry. This is all Mayweather saying that, yes, he's going to be starving out there. You think he got a big head now? He's going to have a big body coming through that line, man. He's going to do some major things. It's going to be medieval. Yes, indeed. Um, what is this? Mega off rage, rage. You got two rages in there. David Irvin, 11 sacks in the season, five in the playoff. Man, if that happened, man, I owe you some beer. I will bring you the beer if that happened. If we get to the playoff and David Irvin is, is it release the Kraken, right? But we're going to re- release the hounds, you know what I mean? Because the Kraken was the other guy. But we're going to have to come up with a name for David Irvin. The beast is loose. And you think about this the Dorrance Armstrong, six foot four and a half. 200 and I think 57 pounds. He's going to be on the other guy on the rotational piece too as well. And then we have uh, hopefully uh, Taco, more seasoning, stronger base. We're going to see what Taco going to do. And then you rotate him out there at Coney Ely. Man, this defense can be nasty, but we just still need somebody in that middle. Hopefully we can get that done one way or another. Young Wilson, what's up, man? Law, could you break down the DT one through three text? Yes, I can do that. Maybe I can do that this weekend. I got all day. I don't have to work tomorrow. I don't have to, I don't have to wear the bow tie tomorrow, right? <laughs> so I got all night tonight to do some film sessions, defensive tackles. I looked at Ash film. It's not worth putting out there into the universe. The guy can't push over a, a, a folding chair right now. So we're going to have to need some major help. My Cowboys family, yes, check them out. Charles Edwards, yes, salute to you guys. Hey, Barry B, Law Nation, time for the hand dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> time to get right with that hand dog. Buy my drink instead. Yes, this is Vero. What's up? What you got? What's your prediction? Put your prediction down before I go, man, before I run out of here like OJ the first time, man, not the second time. Put your information down. What we going to do out here this year? Give me your sack prediction. Give me your interception prediction. Give me your win-loss record prediction. Give me, give me, give me something. <laughs> I take anything. Demarco Murray, young, too, too young to retire. Speaking of Demarco Murray, let me put his little highlight back out there on the mix before I really run, because I really appreciate Demarco Murray and all that he did for us. Yeah, yeah, you guys see Demarco Murray. Slap him one more time on the head. Let's let's see him run this thing down. This is the other thing too as well. This is what I want to say. Is Des Bryant retiring next? So far, Romo gone, Witten gone. It's number 88 next. You know, hey, it could be. It could be, man. Hopefully, he can get out there and ball. 12 and 4. Look at this play right here. Let me see if I can get this thing going for you guys. Let me see if I can find it right here. 
Pull it up right here. Romo on a delay. He's up. To Murray. Go Marco for it. Murray. <laughs> Going all the way for the touchdown. 91 yards. 91 yards. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. I can run just like that, boy. Jason Garrett, I'm phased, huh? <laughs> so now DeMarco Murphy. Yes, indeed, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. 13-3 and three from Almighty Bones. Man, if that happened, I owe you beer. Uh, and also Green Box event. Yeah, I owe you beer, too, as well. If that happened, 13-3, and three, I go crazy, man. I owe you beer. I owe everybody beer who uh, <laughs> who put down 13-3 uh, one way or another. Guys, I really thank all you guys for your time. Don't forget to like, hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. I got a podcast too as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Just go to any one of your podcast setups and type in Law L A W Nation, and you should see my logo or my face. You guys should see that face. And uh, subscribe to that channel. And then on top of that too as well, um, uh, hit the Patreon up. Hit the PayPal up too as well. Hit hit a brother up. Hit me up on all platforms. I'm here. I'm live like 95 all day, even twice on Sunday. We're going to get this thing going one way or another. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Yes, indeed. Let's go. And yeah, we know we got to listen to this uh, jam out to this music right here. You know that. You know that, right? I got to find it first. Where's she at? There she go. Mm-hmm. They're going to pop up one way or another. Come on. There you go. Come on. Get on up here. <laughs> yes, buddy. If you can pop up today. But um, they're DeMarco Murray, man. I think Ezekiel Elliott, he need to match what he did in 2014 with this number, you know. Where my music at? my jam my music at? Come on, music. There you go. I guess you don't want to play today. But let me see. Don't want to play today. Well, we gonna run out of here, man. Let me see. I guess it's already playing somewhere around here. There you go. Ah, uh, it don't want to play. But hey, I'm out, man. Let's get it real, man. Don't forget to subscribe to these nations. Subscribe to these channels. Peace, baby, baby. Alida la raza.